he was always like, I'm just gonna, after Tokyo, I'm just gonna knock you out. And we were, we actually made a whole plan to fist fight. And he, he never followed through. And I was like, dude, your wife, I'm gonna have to tell your wife before I leave that you're, not, you're sleeping on the ramp. Like, somebody's gotta be you. <laughs> Maybe she's lying. Um, oh, oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> she's Thank not a liar. Uh, all it took was the accusation of lying. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh, look at it. Hey, it's Captain America. Holy <laughs> crap. What's up, Anna? Oh, look at that. Some fresh ink on the old bicep right there, too. Uh, that's That's been there for a bit. Has it? Yeah. I guess I've... Like August of last year. I haven't seen I haven't seen you for a bit, so maybe that's uh, that's. I it. got I, fresh ink on my leg. God, <laughs> must, must be that shit's expensive. So, do you have a local? Do you have a local person that you use or something? Yeah, mm, yeah. Okay. I did like. I'm in pajamas. Tony, Tony, that tattoo artist oh only does God. champions, buddy. You I know. Go. I was gonna say, hey, so if I fly <laughs> out, but I was gonna say, yeah, you pull that celebrity card or that freaking medalist card. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like my leg only costs. I did my entire leg. It only costs like maybe fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, was this was it was this in prison? Uh, <laughs> wish prison tattoos are different, dude. Oh my god. Okay, actually, I, we need to rewind here. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have Hannah Roberts on the line. Who it's even ridiculous to say how she's a pioneer at such a young age, but I think we can all sort of agree that. You know, besides just being called a badass, she's the forefront of the current women's movement, which is the most badass women's movement in regards to tricks and stuff like that. I think we can all uh, we can all agree on that. Um, Justin Wall is a super fan, so he's doing his best to try and keep it all under wraps right now. But yeah, he was he was fanboying the hell out of you just about 15 minutes ago. So sorry, so, sorry if he, you know, asked for autographs and shit on the side. Um, I do have to ask, you know, you posted on your Instagram um, the slam that you took in Australia. Uh, how do you not have a broken shoulder or, or collarbone or that was yeah. bad. I didn't know it was that bad at all yeah. like i just thought you were maybe kind of hurt or whatever that was bad uh, that one that one was rough i they they carted or they like had to carry me off like oh i hit my hit my body so hard i lost the ability to breathe for a while so they had to oh, cart oh. me off and like x-ray showed nothing was broken but you know i don't it's, there's something wrong i know it um i can't like lift anything with that arm so yeah. I there's something wrong i'm waiting for mris but that was definitely like one of the gnarlier slams that I took because I didn't expect it to go that bad that quick. Was it one of those ones where you're like, oh, I'm done. Like, this is this is bad. Or did you have to do like the all systems check that we've all had to do? You know what I mean? Like you just sit there for a second. You're like, fingers. I think, I think from what I saw, you took your helmet off and it was I, I could. I mean, it, it looked hard. And then I saw you take your helmet off. And you just raised your hand. I was like, oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no I, never, I never call medical. I'm actually the person that's like, if I fall and medical comes, like I'm gonna be upset. And I was like waving them over. I'm like, somebody come help me. Like I can't breathe. I'm done. But, not, not, yeah. to throw any, not to throw anybody under the bus here, but I'm looking at it right now. And if you can see, I didn't like it because I don't like it when you crash. But it says right here that Lee Ramsdale liked it. 
Yeah. Just throwing, <laughs> throwing that out there. It's right. Proof, proof's in the pudding. So <laughs> it's there. It's there, Hannah. Yeah, he, well, he, Hannah, was, you know, he, was, he was in yeah. Australia. And he was about it. That was rough. Well, Hannah, I got I gotta I gotta brag on you here for a second outside of the the, the title you secured, just t- just in terms of grit, right? So I think this year, you know, when we were at Woodward. You, 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 you landed on your, I think it was your AC joint, right? You landed on your shoulder. Um, and I, I was, I was standing right there, but then literally you picked yourself up, right? You, you, then I see you at feast and you're, you're, you're rocking it, right? You're just, you're doing, you're, you're getting business done, right? Then I wa- I'm watching this video, you get back up and, and I think it, you know, and then Jamie was here afterwards, right? So we, we were talking about some USA cycling stuff and, and race and, he was helping us with the, one of our foundation programs, but you know, I said, "Hey, Jamie, how did it go?" And I was asking how you were feeling, and he he just said, "You know, he just talks about your determination to just get up and just keep going." So that you know, I think I've heard I've heard this term. You know, they they say championships are made on your your worst days, right? Not not the easy days, and you uh, you definitely have my respect because that I've <laughs> I've seen what you what you've been doing. Thank you. Yeah. And and for that we're going to send you out a free USA BMX freestyle hat. <laughs> yes. I'll grab it. Yeah. I, I actually ended up shaving off all my hair. Oh, see that. So I'm, I'm in that weird stage of waiting for it to grow back. What are you going to are you going to do something? Why don't you just go full like mohawk or something? I mean, just go punk rock. Come on. I don't kind of want to look decent. Don't <laughs> It's 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 easy for a man that can't grow hair to get bad hair, but that's it. I was gonna say I feel I'm I'm follically like challenged. Like a month ago. I know, you know, guys, this is straight up, and I'm we're gonna have to do this, uh, Justin. I'm gonna have to show you a headshot of Hannah and a headshot of my son Parker. They literally look like siblings. Like they they just have the same cute round face, the same eyebrows, the same smile, the same, the everything. And I remember I started working with Hannah, I don't know when it was, 2018, 2019. I'm just looking going, far out. She reminds me of someone, man. I, I don't know what it is. And I, then I, I she, don't, huh? I don't, want to make, I, don't, I don't want to make this weird, but I'm pretty good friends with Hannah's dad. And I'm just going to say it's possible. <laughs> so, and then, <laughs> and then uh, well, me and Betty, we always got along. So the, you know. No, but, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I met Rick and Mrs. X Tony. Oh yes, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's actually very yeah. true. Yeah, you never you never know there. But anyway, so so then Hannah started coming out of her shell with me, and she became a smartass. And I went right there. <laughs> you remind me of my son. It's that smart that was so. I, anyway. I never had to come out of my shell. I'm I'm always pretty open about being a smartass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it took maybe yeah, maybe it was the seven minutes that you took, but yeah, regardless of so, um, Justin, you're the super fan. I know you have questions. What? Come on. Bring it on. Tony's, he's fibbing a little bit. I am a fan, but I'm from the race side. So I don't know. I'm not too uh, in-depth with all the, the freestyle side. I do know we do have a connection. Um, back in Nebraska, there's a brand called Nowhere. Yeah. Um, you were on that at the start, kind of the start of your, um, you're really growing into this, you know, phenomenal uh, BMX rider. Um, you know, what was it like, you know, riding for them and kind of starting out with Carl Hinckley and the family and then into now all your all your deals, your medals, everything like that. Yeah, uh, I I rode for nowhere for like two or three years. Like out of the blue, they hit me up, told me about um one of one of their they it was their I think their first year doing like a girls weekend thing, yeah. and they asked if I'd like come out and like coach, and I was like, cool, yeah, dude. 
sickest group of dudes. Honestly, like their family is so amazing. Um, I think I went home and he, he called me and he's like, Hey, do you want to ride, ride for us? Like, we'll send you a frame. We'll send you all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, dude lo- would love to. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm still super close with them and I really want to go and, uh, ride their new indoor, their, their free indoor that they have now. And, um, yeah, I mean, with, I, it was definitely getting way more expensive at that time to uh, not only travel, but to build the bikes and stuff. So having that support was like insane. And um, yeah, I mean, I was doing like, I did a few shows for them and I was like going to Nebraska a bunch to like judge contests and to do clinics and to do all this stuff. And yeah, I made it made like, that was so, that was like the best, probably the best portion of, of that. I think 2018 was when I was doing a bunch of stuff for them. So that was a that was a good portion, and then um, when Hyper came to me, uh, we started talking a bit, and uh, you know I, I let I let Carl know, and he was so supportive of me, and like take you know stepping back and stuff, and and um, obviously kept the invitation about me, um, you know coming out and doing whatever whenever. So yeah, they they're they're phenomenal. I loved I loved Nebraska. I need to go back. Not right now. It's too cold. But <laughs> yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna get colder tomorrow <laughs> or thursday <laughs> yeah and shane if you haven't heard about that that park it's a free indoor um park that they built essentially from i mean from uh ground up completely from an uh, open field um they have a corn hucket jam which i think social blows up over every every summer and um that's one that i think our our team uh could definitely benefit just from going and, and hanging out with everyone well how, how about you and i jump in the the big military truck and then because it'll make that trip and we drive there and then we just yeah we just hang out (laughs) when is it (laughs) uh they're scheduling their next one well i'll let you know i'll let you know you you better you better pack up here in about the next three or four days if you're going to take that military truck (laughs) hannah this thing is it's literally you want to be in tulsa oklahoma (laughs) if there's ever a zombie apocalypse and just go hang out in that truck it's it's good i'm not it's like a two-story it's, it's like two stories tall, right? Or am I being a little dramatic there? Yeah, that's big. <laughs> Pretty. The tires are taller than me. Like, it's one of like those it, things. Like the outriggers come out so a Chinook can pick it up and take it. It does. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You use a ladder to get in there, huh, Tony? Yeah, uh, yeah actually, you do. <laughs> dude, yeah, anyone does. Don't even, don't even Tony that one. Any human being. Yeah, unless you're Shaquille O'Neal, I would say you're probably going to need a deal. Hey, so is that indoor? Is that the one that's made out of it looks like a barn and all that or or no okay how big is that like inside is it pretty big like is it a park course type big or no more like fun big um they have well they just finished i think they just finished the whole thing um if i'm not mistaken you hit me up and they have like pump track they have like a a box jump area like quarters vert walls they even put a foam pit in and you know sometimes they'll cover the foam pit and and have like a little step up thing like it's pretty legit. Like it's, wow. it's, it's not like, you know, huge skate indoor skate park big, but it's like for, for something to be free to the public and you know, them to build that on their property. Like it's pretty gnarly. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, Hannah, let me ask you this from, from a, you know, so one of the things I love about, you know, at the events, especially like when you have that the spectrum where, you know, you and, and, you know, Paris and, and that level of, female athletes are there from around the world. And then of course we have like, you know, the little Lily boss, right. <laughs> and all these up and comers, you know, so if, if they're watching this 
the the young up and comers. What like was there a, a particular point in your career path where kind of the light went off and you're just like, all right, I'm I'm going for it and I'm gonna make a living at this, a career. Or did it just kind of organically happen or did something, was there a defining moment where you're like, I got this and I'm going for it? I think mine came on like probably way later than it should have. Like when I was young, I was like, oh, I'd be sick to do this as a job. Like, but I would always mess around. I didn't really have that realization of like, yo, I'm doing this. Like, this is my goal until probably like 20, like right when I came out of sh uh, sh surgery on my shoulder in 2018, like the end of 2018. And I was just like, I mean, it was like my fourth or fifth surgery that I've had because of this sport. And I'm like, dude, I have given so much already. I was like, I got to Like, this is this is me. Like, this is what I'm putting everything into. And, you know, I, I 2019, I went in like strong rehab wise and did everything that I possibly could to get back fast. And then I even like graduated high school and then just moved straight to North Carolina. And like now it's just like I spend every day, you know, riding or like in the gym or like doing something that I don't necessarily enjoy but like you know it's it's all for the purpose and I and I love it like it's a it's a crazy way to live do you, do you think do you think if the kitchen never went away you would have stayed out there or do you think you still would have ended up in North Carolina uh I would have still ended up in North Carolina like the kitchen was sick um obviously you know it's a great place there were so many amazing kids but there was a lot of relationships that were dwindling pretty quickly. Um, and especially, you know, family owned businesses is, is something hard to do and still like have good relationships. So um, I think the kitchen closed in 2020 and uh, I went out for the closing. But yeah, like before I moved, I just knew that the relationships were just taking a turn for the worse and it just wasn't good for me and it wasn't good for anybody involved. So um I didn't even really tell my parents that I was moving. I like packed up all my stuff in the house. Like I was 17. I just like 10 days before graduated high school or whatever. And I packed up my stuff. I paid my sister uh, to drive down with me. And I told my mom like three days before I was moving. I was like, hey, I'm moving to North Carolina like Monday. I don't think they believed me. And then I was gone. So you're like, well, that, here we are. I, that, that, that's I, weird. I, I, I remember when you I remember when you first moved to North Carolina, I was kind of like, oh, how long is this gonna last? Hannah's gonna hang out for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and she'll be gone. And now it's uh, three years ago now. So hey, I I was wrong. Who would have thought? Yeah, it was I think it was one of the better decisions that I've ever made. Like I make some pretty crappy decisions, but that one I it's helped a lot. Like I got I got some pretty cool people here. And I mean I moved to like a town in the middle of absolutely nowhere in North Carolina, but you know, I still, you know, driving, driving's not terrible to go like ride Ryan's or to ride uh, Daniel's. So, well, is like that, that, go ahead. Is, it, 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 do you, do you see yourself in 10 years still living there? Is it home now or is it still just a, a stop, uh, a stop along the way? I definitely think it's still, it's just a stop along the way. I, I want to be here just for the training aspect of things um, until after like 2028, once, once LA comes and goes like i'm gone is that a, that a hard a hard out for you is that is that the game plan right now yeah yeah and i don't know where i'd go next like there's there's like a lot of opportunities in a lot of different places but you know lately i've been thinking like spending half my time in australia too like during the winter i do not like the cold so like why not spend their summer there so like it's already kind of one of those things where it's 
I could move right now and be totally okay with myself. You, you, well, you have almost a second family over there too, right? Essentially. And, you know, with all your friends in Australia, you, you know, oh, so yeah, like, yeah, 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 you love it. Like, so like you go in there, it's not even a huge culture shock. They're like, yeah. And like, what, what, what you, know, you, you, know, you know, you know, you know, what's crazy is Hannah just basically said she has a hard out of her career, like a game to date. And Tony's like, Oh my God, you have friends in Australia. <laughs> that, that's, that's the t- no, no, see, I, I, I pass over that. Cause I don't want 2028 to happen. So you, you act like she didn't even say it. And then it'll never happen. So it's like a Jedi mind trick, dude. No, no that's not teaching. It's also I, called I, denial. I, I want to fill all these in. So I, I got to yeah. keep going until I hit four more Olympics. So. You, you, you know, you, you can fill it in with didn't go to this one, was over. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. So at 2028, you're not exactly going to be an old woman. Like, what do you want to do after? You have to think about this. Um, no, I mean, my goal is to do Olympics, try to get to, I think, 2036 or something like that. Whatever, whatever would fill up all five of these. And then after that, I don't know. Like, coaching sounds sick. Ryan will be pretty old, so I could just take over his job. Um, uh, news alert, Ryan's already pretty old, but keep going. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey co- man, Coach Nyquist, I, I said that one time and, and he got in my face. Don't let that manifest in your face. Are you ashamed? You're going to manifest that in your head. You're not old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, one of the things that uh, interests me uh, that, that I love watching, right, on, on the freestyle side is you have, um, you know, you, you watch Daniel Terrace comes out and he, you know, he's such a force. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's been, he's been at this career for a while. So, I mean, I think that, you know, that there's, there's a, it's, it's definitely uh, sets the bar, um, which I think is really cool, which I love early on and kind of that Olympic vocabulary since, you know, freestyle just came out um, and is moving forward. Um, you know, I think that's neat. So the, the fact, uh, I, I think that's absolutely doable what, what you're talking about. I think I'll only be like, 30 I'll, it'd be just before my 35th birthday and i think at 35 i could i could be like you know what like just gonna let everybody else have it but until then I, that's what I, that's all i want is just <clears throat> outside of that like i don't think i have any other plans i don't like to like do anything else just ride my bike hang out well then so you'd be a good coach then yeah eh, i don't know i slept all day today i would not be good at Okay, so no coaching, no coaching on Tuesdays. But other than that, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, the the text and all the all the other things. Like I'm good on the course, but obviously you and you guys know how I answer my text messages. Yeah, you're you're, very few you're amazing. Between. You are amazing, and by amazing, I mean horrible. <laughs> actually, I have the nickname. I don't know if you guys actually know, but from everybody else in the BMX standpoint, my nickname is the ghost because you text me and I just ghost you. Oh. I kill him. I'm like, yo, I read it, but it wasn't important enough for a response. <laughs> so, so Justin, when she doesn't reply to your super fan texts, just know that you're part of the, you're part of the cool group. You're part of the cool group. She's not because she hates you. Hey, Hannah, oh. uh, another nerdy question. So from 2018, 19 ish to now, right. Was is there a change that you're seeing in uh, from the female perspective in the sport that that 
you know, obviously kind of elevated the bar that as you're looking at the young up and comers as they're 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 transitioning kind of into that next generation coming up that they need to get on their radar sooner sooner than later that oh, perhaps they're that perhaps they're not seeing right yeah there's like there's um she's like 12 or 13 out of japan just insane like triple trucks like flip bars all this like gnarly stuff um obviously she's not old enough to compete with us yet i think you have to be 15 but yeah like when she comes up it's a whole different like game you yeah. know there's so many incredible riders like even the colombians like uh, the, the the Colombian twins, like they are so freaking good. And uh, unfortunately they had some bad crashes this year. I think each of them broke a leg. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, one after another, which is unfortunate. Um, but, you know, when, when they like, when they're on it, they're on it. And that's like the thing is a lot of people are like, oh, you know, there's, there's girls out there, but they're not competing with us. They don't understand the pressure of the contest. I mean, if you look in Australia, the the riders from China, China. <clears throat> never, yep. never ridden a contest before and just absolutely came out and crushed it and everybody's like shocked and I was like like thing like I've never had the mindset where I like that I'm the best and you know people obviously everybody calls me champ and all this stuff and they always tell me you know I'm the best and I'm never going away whatever but like there's always there's always going to be somebody out there that could beat you even on your best day like it, it's not always there's there's never a thing where it's like somebody's the best it's like you're consistently good and that's good but I'm always aware that there's other people that are coming out and like team China's coming strong like a few years Japan's gonna come strong the Colombians are already coming strong like there's so many so much talent out there from the young age and you know hopefully soon you know we have Kier or Kier right mm -hmm. um from Utah yep, yep. Like, yep. when she even watching her now it's like dude when i was you know however old i think she's what 11 uh she's 12? 12 yeah yeah i wasn't doing 540s on on a quarter or fly out or anything like that's insane so you know it's there's there's it's going to be a whole upset when everybody comes out because it's a whole different game yeah so. no <clears throat> i appreciate that I, I was wondering because if you were going to bring that because i saw that Tony texted me. He said, "Hey, are you watching?" Is like China, <clears throat> China's showing up, you know. So it's Dude, a yeah, it's double that's whip, a, like insane. Double, one of them tried to three double whip the box. Unfortunately, fell way too hard. But um, yeah, I've already like, I've already seen a woman do a three double whip. That's old news. It was it was it was it was Hannah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like who? <laughs> you, you just try to discredit yourself in a in a room with solar super fans, Hannah. Don't you dare do that. Uh, I mean, don't I, you dare do it. that. I've I've done a few of them. Like I've done it. I did it over the spine at Daniels, and I did it over a few boxes. Like it's a Hiroshima. Cool Hiroshima, right? No, that was just straight, a straight, straight double. Straight double. Yeah, that one was rough. Okay, so here's here's the follow-up question to what Shane just asked. I'm genuinely curious about this. So I first met you, I believe, in 2012. You were a child. It was me and Nyquist and Devin Smiley. We were at the kitchen. And you were literally a child, but you were doing bar spins. You were actually doing tricks I've never seen a woman do before, but you were a child. So I was curious, A, how you got so good. Was it just riding with Brett and everybody else in the kitchen? Is that kind of what your benchmark was and how you learned to get get so good and be how you kept progressing these the girls we're talking about now this next generation they can look at hannah 
that. They can look at the Olympics. They have all this this whole map, that's this whole map ahead of them to look at. But you know, how old are you then, Hannah? Eleven. Uh, ten. Ten. ten? I, so I, I, I just seen the photo of Ryan and I. It was legit June of like twenty twelve. It was it was July. I looked it up before this call, so I wasn't totally white. I'm really bad uh, at dates. Uh, so get it straight. Uh, but no, like, how, how did you, you know, they have you, but what was your benchmark to kind of be like, I can do all these tricks. You know, this is what motivates me. Um, I just, I just watched like some of the guys edits that were coming out at the time. Like, uh, you know, 2013, like Logan dropped one that I was just absolutely obsessed with, like watching Baldock and all the boys. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like I want to try some of this stuff. And obviously you know, at the kitchen, there there was like a whole bunch of riders coming in, riding with Brett before big events. And, you know, seeing that in person, I just, I had a pretty decent sized group of friends there that were closer to my age. And like, everything just became a contest. Like, and I think that's why I always have contest mentality, especially like, just like even normal riding session. Like I always want to get something done is because that's how I, that's how I grew up riding. It was just like, if, if somebody learned a trick first, the next game of bike was going to be full of that one trick. So everybody had to progress at the same time or you're losing. And I hated that from like eight years old on, I just hated losing. So um, that's, that's how I like just watching everybody come through, watching all these edits and then having friends that like continuously wanted to progress. And it was just like, yo, if, if freaking, you know, Nico can do it, I can do it. Like, and it was just like a bunch of stuff. And I mean, it was, it was cool that way because we, within a few years, like we progressed a lot. Unfortunately, like I had a few injuries, but like, I think when I broke my leg, I was out for like three months. Cause I had to get, you know, complete surgery. I went to the skate park every day and like Nico didn't want to ride, you know, it, you know, nobody wanted to ride. Kevin was out. Like everybody was like, Oh, this is, this is dumb. And it's just like, yo, let's go. And then, you know, by, by the time I came back, like they were doing like three double whips and like, like all these flip tricks, stuff that I'd never even attempted in the, like a foam pit or anything. And it was just like the, their motivation was different. Obviously it's different when like everybody's not there, but like even just being there and watching it while I'm injured, like that was so incredible. And that's, that's kind of what kept me going through everything. Did you ever feel any sort of limitation based on being a woman? Cause I mean, there was, there wasn't a, pro level woman doing the tricks you were doing at 10 in the world when when you were a child basically yeah uh no I don't, I don't think I really realized until I went to maybe Toronto Jam in like 2014 or something I think that was my first like international contest and um I rode against like Angie and I think the year after Paris came out and all this stuff and it was like I was doing tricks like okay tricks at the time obviously they were they were good when I was young um but then like seeing everybody else and I was just like well like I'm not far off from what they're doing and but like for me when I was when I was like a child I was riding against the dudes so it was like I never put myself into being like oh I can only ride against women like I was riding against the boys any contest that I could like traveling, like my dad would drive me 14 hours to Georgia and then drive me 14 hours back so I could go to school on Monday. So it's, it's, it's funny you awesome. say that because, because I remember that, that trip when I first met you, that it was me and Nyquist and Devin Nyquist, obviously a legend in the sport. And at the time, Devin's probably early twenties and Devin's one of the best free riders in the world. The conversations we were having after watching you ride at that time 
And in your head, you're like, I'm just riding with my friends. And we're like, we've never seen a woman ride like that. And it was a child, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is we we planned your success and take credit for it. Oh. <laughs> Ryan still does that, you know? <laughs> hey, Hannah, what, one of the traditions we have at, uh, at our office is to find out more about Tony D. Oh. So you and I, you and I, you won't remember this. So we were at Feast. I think you, me, and Ryan were having coffee down in the lobby. And then you asked me, you're like, hey, where's Tony? And I'm like, oh, he's got some stomach bug. And you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then Nyquist goes, oh, yeah. So tell me, what what is your favorite Tony D story? Man, the first time that I met, or was it maybe it was the second year we were in China together, this fool breaks into my hotel room. Well, Nikita and I are out at the club, mm. like, you know, just won world championships. He breaks into my hotel room and stacks everything just because, like, throughout the week, we were moving this bird statue in front of his door. No, oh, he stacks yes. everything, all the water bottles, like cans of like soda or whatever we had in there, like all of our suitcases on the bed, like couldn't even walk in. Uh. And, and I was I tried to pound on his door to to wake him up and Ryan I think Ryan answered he's like he's not he's not here right now and <laughs> I was I was so I almost barged in your guys' room but yeah he's he's this always awesome it's good to know good to know I okay first and, off that, that's an absolute and, lie. And, and Tony in the United States that's called breaking and entering and that's a felony <laughs> well, so, yeah. and that and that's why it only happened in China <laughs> allegedly allegedly sorry allegedly, allegedly I think that video. Yeah, you go, I might, I might still have a video of it. Yeah. Oh God, no! I that was all Nyquist. I think I'll we'll just blame him for that one. I don't think we could. No, we can't 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 blame Brian for anything. That was I remember you you put that statue so close to the door that I knocked it over. Like I walked out going, "Okay, Ryan, I'll meet you at the course or whatever." Blah blah, boom, and it was banged with a statue on top of it, and then it tried. That was the whole stacking thing was to get back at you guys because you had stacked things on top of that little pillar. And so we're like, you know what? And it was your own fault because you, <laughs> le- because, because you left your door ajar. I, you, I did not. Well, I you, was not one. You, I was not responsible. You or your sweet little friend Nikita left your door ajar. And I remember I went and told Ryan, I'm like, hey, who's in this room? He's like, oh, you know, Hannah and Nikita. I'm like, dude, they left. Should we shut the door and lock it? He goes, no, we need to get them back. I'm like, good idea. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> you, just, you just admitted it. You just admitted everything. No, yeah. If I was writing, I was if, I was writing, if, I was writing just... if, if I was writing a screenplay, that's exactly what would have happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, you would be Wait, terrible in an interrogation. Tony, Tony's best defense for having not done it would be that he doesn't leave his hotel room on international trips. <laughs> yeah, you were you were pretty absent in France. <laughs> I, I would believe uh, that you do hey, it if you were like never. It, if this if this if this podcast was a higher rating than PG, I <laughs> I'd tell you what I went through, but no one needs to hear these details. No one. It was horrible, dude. I to to the point I looked at Shane on the way home and I'm like, you can fire me, you can do whatever you want, but I'm not traveling international ever again. And it Shane's like, I, I think I'm there with you. So yeah, you so, so Hannah, all to say, you'll see Kyle and I at the at ah. uh, w- whichever whichever events we we show up internationally next year. <laughs> yeah, I should come to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 planning on it. Yeah. That yeah. one's that one's gonna be interesting. 
That will be interesting on, on many on many levels. God, as I, as a as a well traveled man, I've been to Saudi Arabia a couple of times and always had a great time there. And well, yeah, but you're a man. That's what I was. that was Hannah. Hannah hit it on the head. I was actually asking, without getting too deep, like how well, no, that, and I, how, this and even, I how that works. Right? And I appreciate you appreciate you telling me I'm a man. I sound I sounded cool there, right? Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. I've never been to Saudi Arabia. We went to Abu Dhabi, but it was pretty chill. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know their women or their rules yet. Like, obviously, we have to have it. We had a briefing before we went to Abu Dhabi, so we'll have another one before Saudi Arabia. I have no idea how it's going down, but if you know, worst case scenario, I just shave my head again and wear some baggy clothes, and you know, let people call me sir for a week. Dude, I'd be chilling. I'd be yeah. so happy with that. And there'd be wor- worse things could happen, right? Like a okay. Yeah, they one lady called me sir in Abu Dhabi because I had like my hoodie on and my headphones in. I wasn't even paying attention, and Angie's like, "It's ma'am," and I said, "Lady, don't." I was like, "They don't do that stuff over <laughs> like on the side of the world." I was like, "I was like, we're good. Whatever she wants to call me, I'm happy with. I'm a person. Yeah. Just keep me out of jail. Just keep me yeah. out of jail. That's all I want." Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, I've, I have a different question and I'm surprised I don't know this, but were there any sports pre BMX or during that sort of caught your eye that, that you were competitive in or that you're passionate about? Yeah. That no I, mean, one knows I, played, I played football for a few years until I broke my back. Oh shit. Um, Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. That, I kind of pulled the plug on that. I was like, ah, um, but yeah, football, uh, soccer, I played basketball for a while into like middle school and everything. And then I even did like track and field. Oh, no way. Yeah. I was a little bit well-rounded. And then I think high school, I started missing so many days that I was just like, dude, I can't, can't right. like, do multiple things. So. Did BMX just sort of encompass that? Like it just took over or, or yeah. Like how did, what, like, why did you stop those other ones? Just because of missing days or. Um, basketball I, I felt rude uh because i would be gone so much and you know i was just like i'd go to these like i think my last basketball game before i was like yo i gotta stop is i went we i played we won and then immediately got in the car and drove to canada because i didn't want to leave my team you know for you know to hang out and, and play by themselves so at that point i was like me missing uh missing you know games because i'm at events so i was like that's not fair to my teammates so i i stopped basketball um i don't really know why i stopped soccer i didn't really like running i guess i was mm-hmm. the goalie and i was, they made me run a lot and i was like dude i'm in a box like <laughs> <laughs> so, so i stopped soccer uh football was just because of my back injury um and then track i did like a year or two of track and i did hurdles and shot put and then i realized at that I think that's when I quit soccer too I hated running so much and I was on a track team and I was like dude I asked my coach I was like could I just specifically throw the the shot put it's like I don't need and they they told me I had to have like a running event so I was like hurdles and then I fell on the asphalt and I was like I was like yo that's too much so so in hindsight now that freestyle athletes are true athletes, and I think we can all agree on that now, is running part of your training regime, or have you purposely excluded running from your training? Uh, I run a mile every day, unfortunately, but I don't run very much. Like, I don't run more than a mile. I don't have an ACL on my left knee. Oh. So 
my knee swells up pretty big if I do too much. So like I, I do run a mile um, usually in the mornings when, when I'm getting warmed up and, and or just getting awake, I guess. But uh, at the gym, it's like a never run. There's no reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, unless somebody's chasing me, that's probably the only time. Or missing my flight is probably the only time you'll see me run. Uh, so... Yeah, or chasing I, people out of your room that broke into it at hotels. Yeah, right? yeah I, <laughs> to defend yourself. That was, that was a that was a different era, and that was allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw ACL at that time. Yeah, I would that's have ran you down. Mm. I had a question for you that you may or may not know the answer to, and it should be a quick, easy one. You won the world championship. Does that, based on this new criteria, does that qualify Hannah for the next Olympics, or does that qualify the United States for the next Olympics? I know some things changed this year. Uh, just Team USA. Okay. And if you did well in an, one of the urban events, I believe that qualifies the individual. Is that correct? Do you have any idea? So I think the way that they're doing it now is like two spots for this world, three spots for the next world. And then all the feast events are to qualify you to go to the, the urban series qualifying event. Yeah. And then I don't even know how that works. That's going to be so much fun to figure it out. But that's <laughs> a, it's, I, they, it's they, they don't make it easy to figure out. No, and they put like I think it's like what three to three to six events. They haven't decided yet, but three to six events like between March and June, and then the Olympics are in July. And it's like, dude, I don't want to travel every other week right before we have to go spend three weeks in Paris at the Olympic Games. Like, well, I mean, realistically, couldn't the United States say, Hannah, you're for sure going. You don't have to go to these events if you don't want to, and then you could just train on your own terms. Isn't that a possibility? Yeah, it is, but I don't like to miss contests. So you don't like to travel that much. Like you don't yeah. Figure it out, Hannah. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I, traveling's sick, but like, I'd, I'd, I think I'd go just to, even if I don't go to like win, just to go to watch everybody else and just to chill. You're a sick individual. <laughs> uh, we almost need to make a like an org chart because. I, when you explain it in terms of the qualifying and fees and the urban event, it 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 kind of makes sense as you explain it. But I'm I'm like such a graphic person, I almost need to see it drawn out like like a, a chart that says, "All right." Because somebody no asks me, I'm like, "Ask Kyle and Tony." I I cannot adequately. And, and, and I knew it really well when it first got announced, and it's been like two months ago, and now I just kind of forgot it. Like, it's like a language. Things? Like I used to know Spanish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming to poolbmx.com soon. Path to Paris. We'll we'll get that out. Oh, Path to Paris. Alliter- alliteration. That's that's got to be a trademark for something else already. A, a Paris Hilton movie or something. One of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually funny. Okay, hey, so- Wally, you're you're awfully shy. You're supposed to. You were going to ask a question about one redhead guy to another oh, redhead guy come on yeah. come on and come we already on. talked about him but but ryan nyquist um he was our first guest on this podcast but um hannah what's your favorite ryan nyquist story Ooh. yeah yeah tell us tell us tell us oh, no hold, no holds barred no holds barred you can you can go diarrhea you can do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> tony's like yeah go for it <laughs> man what what is my favorite i hang out with nyquist way too much i think <laughs> But, and we're sorry for that, by the way. And yeah, the whole world is sorry for that. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We have this. We have this running bet. We had actually. We had this running bet all the way up to Tokyo, and he never followed through on it. <laughs> yeah, do tell. Crazy, do tell. Right? Do tell. Um, do tell. It was. You know, he he runs his mouth a lot, and I have a bit of an attitude. If 
You know, I'm a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was always like, I'm just going to, after Tokyo, I'm just going to knock you out. And we were, we actually made a whole plan to fist fight. And he, he never followed through. And I was like, dude, your wife, I'm going to have to tell your wife before I leave that you're, not, you're sleeping on the ramp. Like, somebody's got to be to you. <laughs> like, he never followed through with it. I was, but I, I, but I don't swing first. So, like, he's got, you know, we got to, we got to figure it out. But he was talking mad trash for probably three years. And then and I've got I've got all sorts of MMA equipment. I'm just gonna bring it to the next event. Yeah, <laughs> it will surprise him. <laughs> yeah, it's on. He still tells me sometimes. He's like, I'm just gonna. I could just. And I'm like, do it. I've been waiting. I just need it. And you know, the little guy really isn't gonna make that great of a contact. So you no. got him. You're gonna. You're gonna. Yeah, the poor kid's gonna be twisted up into a pretzel. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's I'm I'm very upset about that whole situation. I was like, yo, I don't swing first. I was like, you gotta swing first, which is fine because I could, you know, he's pretty slow, he's old. I can yeah. dodge it. But <laughs> but he just kind of went quiet. And I I don't, it's I don't amazing. know how funny my mouth is, my guy. Hey, you, you you freaked him out. You freaked him out somehow. That's what happened. Well, it's you just got to watch out, Hannah, because his, 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 according to Wikipedia, his father is Maddie Kramer, so he he might, you know, dad might get might get defensive and protective. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Matt, Maddie's a good. Maddie and I are friends. We're he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it happen. He'll record it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, well, Hannah, we normally at, at around this time we try to because we know you're very busy sleeping all day, and we don't want to interrupt any more of the of your precious you know, North Carolina life there. But uh, so we try to, we try to keep it like short and sweet and, and, and fun. So maybe, uh, maybe last questions for everyone, Justin, do, did you already blast through your last questions? Super fan. That was my last question. Um, big fan though. Huge fan. <laughs> That's good. What about you, Shane? Uh, not a question, Hannah, just congrats on everything. And like I said, a lot of, lot of admiration see how you, the grit, right that a lot of people don't see behind the scenes and uh just really cool to watch you seal the deal this year so can't wait to see what you do next year thank you deal and my, my question is uh business selfish is how do we get you to a couple of more events just to you said you're down with traveling and hanging out we we want you at the usa bmx freestyle events just to travel and hang out not even to ride unless you want to you know grace us with that you know how we do that is that's where we bring Nyquist in the boxing gloves, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get creative, Tony. <laughs> that's we, how we do it. We have to do yeah. something. No, we honestly, we 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 all we all love you to pieces, and you know the more the more Hannah we can get at events, obviously the more we want. So we're going to um, probably you know verbally abuse you until you show up at an event. I'm sorry. You know, no, it's all right. I uh, this year's been like rough family life wise, uh -huh. and like, and and obviously physical injuries uh -huh. and stuff. So, um, I I sat out a bunch. I lived, I don't think I've, I went to one, the yeah. nationals, and yeah. then after that, like, it was just specifically like feast events just because there was a lot to handle. But, yep. um, next year, I'm definitely going to more in the states and away from the states and, and probably spending some time just traveling and riding because that's obviously what what i love to do so that's awesome kyle we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with you well just a comment if you ever tony asks you to go and you don't want to the quickest way to make him shut up is ask him to send you a plane ticket and book you a hotel then he'll be like oh no no no, no. <laughs> you know. i'm a great travel agent take that back 
dude, you, you, I cannot, I literally don't want to have to book all my own stuff. And I insist <laughs> on booking my own stuff because you're that bad. Uh, I, I take time and energy and money out of my pocket because you are that bad, Tony. <laughs> I, I, uh, see, Hannah, you get to see behind the scenes of the team. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I, ask, hey, listen, ask Shane. I book only the best hotels. I he, book Hannah, Hannah, he booked me at Jeffrey Dahmer's Hotel in Milwaukee, right? He he got me at the Oregon event. He rented me the freaking General Lee as my rental car to drive through Portland, right? So, I mean, that's that's what he does to me. Hey. And, <laughs> and, hey, this is, this is true. There's a saying now called the Ramada back. Where because oh, yeah, I nope. try and stay at the cheapest hotels just to save money because I'm I worry about that sort of stuff, and and Shane got so pissed off, I got Ramada back now. It was a Ramada <laughs> Inn and it had a really lousy, uh, uh, you know, we mattress. All, and I was like, I got the Ramada back. Everyone's got the Ramada back. So anyway, but. Yeah, I've gone downhill since working with you, Hannah. I've gone downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to be hitting you up for hotels. I stay, I do not stay at the cheapest one. Uh, I, I, I can, Hannah. If you if you want to come out, I'll just let me know and I'll take care of it. And I, yeah. I do a much better job. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. I'm I'm staying where Kyle's staying. For me. <laughs> they're not they're not above and beyond, but they have working internet and uh, yeah. coffee in the morning. And my yeah. back is, my back's kind of okay, you know. There you go. You guys, you guys um, and your luxuries, pathetic. All right. Hannah, you've had an illustrious career all over the world, did a lot of crazy things. It makes you want to – it'll hardly pinpoint one or two, but what are some of your favorite things about me? <laughs> been like uh, 10 years. Come on. <laughs> Give me a call. Uh, I don't know. You're. I mean, I, I haven't ever been legal to drink with you, so I can't really <laughs> say that. I don't know what you're talking about. I probably said I'd veer away from that. We all know now to veer no, away from we, that. No, we don't. No. Well, okay, you know what? Let her experience once with Kyle, and then she's gonna join the the real team who, over here. Who do you think was in that nightclub in China with her, Tony? Come on! Oh, I, I was just there for the experience. Tony wasn't there. He had a stomach bug. No, I had a I had a cold that day. That that was the karaoke was impressive. Actually, I still have videos of that on my Snapchat memories. So that that uh, is your singing ability is definitely one of my favorites, and probably. Probably the weak relationship you have with my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, in that case, you're welcome, Hannah. It's been a great, been a great journey. So let's do uh, ten more years of good times. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay, cool. Well, I think that's it, Hannah. Thank you, honestly, so much. We appreciate it. We've been wanting to get you on this for a while, and yeah. So the fact that you took the time to do it, we we honestly, no joking aside, we really appreciate it. Proud of you. That's awesome watching you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>